The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you really know the connection between your teeth and the rest of your health? Did you know that problems in your body can affect your teeth and vice versa? If you have silver fillings, what could they be doing to present a toxic environment to your system? Welcome to the Tooth-Body Connection with Dr. Dawn Ewing. In this program, you'll learn about precautions and safe practices in order to keep your teeth and the rest of your body at safe and healthy levels of life. Now, here is Dr. Dawn Ewing. Hello. I would like to talk to you this week about uh, pretty much my experiences that got me into biological dentistry and how I made this connection with the tooth body uh, experience become a reality for me. I started off in the very conventional world of dentistry and spent many years working in a dental office and decided that I was a little bored, so I got into emergency medicine, which was very exciting and quite a comparison to just sitting in an office every day. I was drawn back into dentistry by Dr. William Gleros, who said, hey, I really need someone in my office that understands how the whole body works, but also understands about teeth. And I didn't really completely grasped that concept. But as I was working there, I started to see people come in that were coming from a particular acupuncturist's office. And I remember one day in particular where a patient came in and their eye tooth, which is a cuspid on the top right-hand side, had a root canal in it. And the person was told by their physician, the acupuncturist, that the tooth needed to be removed. I took an x-ray, I looked at the tooth, I I didn't see anything that was wrong, and so I started doing what I was taught to do, which is to convince the patient that they need to save the tooth at all costs, even if that meant re-root canaling the tooth, only to have the physician, in this case the acupuncturist, really get upset and uh, tell me that the tooth needed to come out because the person had liver problems. Okay, now that was totally weird to me. How could a tooth be connected to your liver? Because I know it's not connected to your liver. But in this case, the patient had hepatitis C and it was non-responsive to interferon. She chose to have the tooth taken out and she went into remission. Now, that was really odd for me, but I kind of stored it in my memory. Not too long after that, another patient came in Tooth number three, which is a molar on the top right-hand side, didn't have a root canal. The tooth was deemed dead, but not in the conventional world. A particular person was doing EAV, which is electroacupuncture, according to Vol, and they had determined that the tooth was dead and the energy couldn't go through the meridian. Okay, that was a really new term for me. I had no idea what a meridian was. But in this case, the referring practitioner explained to me it was an energetic pathway. This particular individual had lymphoma, and that tooth is connected to the lymphatics energetically. 
So the tooth was taken out, the tooth was sectioned, and there were no pulp chambers. The tooth had done its own root canal. So those two experiences made me start questioning what I didn't know, what I didn't learn in school. I was going back to school and working on a Ph.D., and I sat down with my advisor and and thought I wanted to do something that was dental-related because that was kind of my primary focus, but also the, the medical aspect of it. So all I wanted to do was data collection of people who either had a missing tooth, a root canal tooth, or maybe never had a tooth there, and look at their health history and see if I could correlate what was going on in these energetic pathways. So that was my first experience, and I was really trying to prove that these meridians didn't exist. But by the time I finished all my data collection, for some reason, I had all these men who had elevated PSAs. That's a prostate-specific antigen that's oftentimes elevated when a man has either benign hypertrophy of a prostate or prostate cancer. And lo and behold, a very high percentage of them, like in the 90s, had either a root canal tooth on the energetic pathway for the prostate or they were missing a tooth where the tooth had been taken out or the tooth was never there to begin with. So there was an energetic disturbance. That area happens to be the four front teeth on top or the four front teeth on the bottom. It's also energetically connected to the kidney, to the bladder, to the ovary, to the prostate. So it's a genital urinary area. It blew my mind that nobody seemed to know this information. I started really doing some digging in order to uh, be able to defend my thesis work. And I found all these old charts. These charts were made long time ago. Um, they were all very similar. And it was each tooth and what organ it was energetically related to. My thesis work ended up turning into a book called Let the Tooth Be Known, which is now in its third edition. I expanded on everything that I was learning about the meridians to go into what is biological dentistry, to explain to patients about uh, the difference between having a permanent bridge done and a removable bridge and the cost that that might have to your health as far as restricting cranial sacral movement, which is a, a different topic we'll talk about on another day. So for me, it was interesting that these meridians are in, invisible. They are not imaginary. You can't see them, just like when you do an autopsy on an individual. You can't do an EKG or an EEG or an EMG because they don't have any electricity anymore. So you're not able to track these meridians, but they are there. It, it was even proven by Dr. Kim Bon Han who did some research by injecting radioisotopes into an acupuncture point and then following the tracing of that uh, radioisotope. It didn't go up an artery or a vein, and it didn't go up a nerve. It followed the energetic pathway, which is really interesting. You know, the, the Chinese are the first ones that kind of came with the knowledge of acupuncture points and the meridians. And as the Germans picked up this information, they expanded it into connecting the teeth. That is not a Chinese 
issues. So if you talk to an acupuncturist and you find that they are not aware of that, it's not uncommon. It really is Dr. Vohl that we can thank for that, who was a German physician in the 1940s who did research on the connection of the different organs and tried measuring different points on the body. So that measurement that he did, later as time went by and his research was being published, a Dr. William Tiller, who's the past president of the Material Science Department of Stanford University, actually set out to prove that Dr. Vole was full of bunk, that there is no difference in the points on the body and the energy that comes off of them. And actually what he found is all of those acupuncture points are portals. And so Dr. Vole was using a simple ohm meter, touching the points and finding out if the electricity going through was too high or too low. So he actually determined a way to do what the Chinese were doing in pulse testing, which is way more difficult than using the electroacupuncture according to Vole. So if you remember, as you were growing up, you heard a song, the shin bone is connected to the knee bone. And there are actually teeth that are connected to the knee. There are teeth that are connected to the eye, to the breast, to the spleen, to the lung, to the small intestine. And later in this program, I'm going to give you some detail and give you some information about where you can trace that and find out for yourself in in case you're not really good about taking notes. These energetic pathways, again, they're called meridians, actually have a flow that the Chinese call qi. And um, that flow, when it's in balance, is when the person has health. When it's slow or when there's a blockage is when the person starts to have health problems. So the, the Chinese, when they use acupuncture, are using silver needles to depress the qi, to slow it down, or they use gold needles when they want to stimulate the energy on the flow of that meridian, just so that you know. And, of course, Dr. Vole, when he was using his electroacupuncture, was able to determine whether that point needed to be stimulated or depressed, which was his whole concept of trying to measure it so that he knew what kind of a, a needle to use. So remember that... The meridians are not imaginary. They're invisible. Think of it this way. If you have a, a road, and that road goes from point A to point B, but right now you had a really bad rainstorm, and part of the road is not usable. The road is still there, and once the blockage of water is removed, you'll be able to use the road again. That is similar to having a blockage of energy on that meridian that we're talking about. And using the the needles helps to be able to clean up the, the water that's there or the blockage of energy. In many cases, it can reroute it, and there's a deeper cause. That deeper cause could very likely be a tooth. Dr. Vole's research showed that 80% of people's poor health stemmed from a tooth. And that tooth, once it was removed or cared for, unblocked the energy on a more permanent level than just using the needles. So that's why it's so important that in looking at your health, we incorporate looking at your mouth. 
So when a patient comes in for a new patient visit for me, not only am I going over all of their health history and I want to know everything that's happened to them in their past, but I also want to know about their dental history, everything that's happened in the past and what they have in their mouth right now. When someone has something as simple as a gold crown, let's say a gold crown is placed on a lower molar, that could increase their blood pressure because gold is used to stimulate. And those lower molars are on the artery and vein meridian. So instead of having the person take prescription medication for hypertension or prescription medication for high blood pressure, you would consider looking at the mouth and find out, did the patient just get a gold crown? Could we have the gold crown popped off and a temporary put on and see what happens with the blood pressure? For me, that's a healthier option than taking a prescription. I'm not anti-prescription, but I want to use them only when needed. I would um, like to extend an invitation to those that would like to come to our meeting that's in October and we will really be elaborating on all of this in biological dentistry. I would encourage you to go to our Facebook page. Um, WWIABDM has a Facebook page. It also will give you information about how to connect with a dentist and a doctor that understand what I'm talking about right now because you really want to know if a tooth is causing a health problem. We will return after this short break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you ready for a real, fact-based show about alternative and natural approaches to health? Listen for Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox. We're not about the latest health fads. We're about proven methods from real patients and real situations. Each week's show is an eye-opening look behind the scenes of real health. Live Healthy, Be Healthy can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing. I'm a doctor of integrative medicine. I'm also the executive director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. The information that you're hearing today is available on my website, which is www.drdawn.net is my uh, email address. If you want to contact me, or you can go online and you can download the book, Let the Tooth Be Known, so that you can gather all the information. My website even goes over what tooth is connected to what body organs. Um, There's a chart that's on there as well if you want to look at the information. Today, we're talking about the connection of the teeth to the body. That is the tooth-body connection, which is the name of the show, which is what we're talking about each week and trying to take a different aspect of it. Today, we're talking about the meridians, and those meridians are the energetic pathways that connect the tooth to the different organs. Now, one might say, really, you expect me to buy that? But you know, the, the body is completely electric, whether you're doing an EKG or an EEG, an EMG, every bit of your body is electric. So when we measure these pathways, these meridians, I actually have the patient touch each one of the teeth. The equipment that I use is by BioMeridian, and it's a piece of EAV equipment. Um, We choose to call it Meridian Stress Assessment in the office, but there are many offices that use equipment like this to determine whether the tooth is a burden for the body, or whether there's an organ that is affecting the tooth. So it actually goes both ways. It makes a complete circuit. You could have a thyroid that's so dysfunctional that it causes a problem for a particular tooth. Even weirder than that, you can have a bra that is too tight that is restricting the lymphatics, which in turn bothers a tooth. So when I'm going through and testing people, it's not uncommon that I have to ask a woman to loosen her bra, undo it, so that I can see if that is an energetic blockage. Other times it might be a tooth that is either dead or has a root canal, or it's not even there. The tooth was extracted like a wisdom tooth site, and I'm trying to determine whether that tooth is burdening a body. And and let me tell you, My own anecdotal personal experience from seeing patients is what keeps me in this arena. It is mind-boggling to have someone come in that has something as devastating as cancer, and you go in and you find some areas that are dental foci. That's the term when you say that it's a focus of the body's health problems, a root, no pun intended, of of the person's problem, and you have them go to a dentist and have that area addressed, in many cases, that would mean having the tooth taken out. If you had the the tooth taken out, then the energy can flow through there. Okay, now I just said something that is, in a lot of people's mind, not something that they can understand. So I want to try to use an analogy here. If 
I have a door in my office and it's a pocket door and it slides closed and it is between you on the one side and, and I'm on the other side. And on your side, you have Christmas lights in your hand and you want to know if all the bulbs light up. On my side, I have an extension cord. I plug it in and now you and I want to connect, but you and I can't connect because the door is in the way. So if I give you a piece of sandpaper and I ask you to start sanding on the door, in your mind, how much of the door has to be gone before you and I can connect the extension cord to the Christmas lights? Well, I'm going to give you the answer, all of it. So when you remove the area that's burdened, then the body can connect. You realize that God made a perfect piece of equipment, and the way your body is designed is to compensate for problems. So it tries to reroute energy wherever it can. So not every extraction site, not every root canal is the root of a problem, but it certainly can add to the burden in one's body. And so we want to try to find those areas. Or if you have an organ that is causing teeth to die off, you certainly would want to know, hey, I need to go get my thyroid checked and and make sure that the T3 is adequate levels, that the TSH is not off, so that I can keep teeth from not having enough energy, that those teeth start to be more receptive for decay. Or they end up spontaneously abscessing and dying for no apparent reason, and certainly a conventional dentist can't tell you, oh, it's because you have thyroid problems, because they wouldn't even understand that connection. In their mind, you had trauma. Either you're grinding your teeth, you were in a car accident, your tooth got hit at some point in time, you had orthodontic treatment and it moved the tooth too fast. They can come up with any number of reasons that would cause a a tooth to spontaneously abscess. But in the alternative arena, we try to figure out what that is so you don't lose another tooth. Most meridians have eight teeth connected to that particular meridian. So if you think of it as an eight-lane freeway, to have one might not be a problem. But if all of a sudden you have four lanes that are closed, you can see how traffic is going to get backed up. And that oftentimes happens when we're looking at, at people's teeth is that we'll find all the areas on that particular meridian are blocked. I really want to go over some basics because... Most people don't even know how many teeth they're supposed to have in their mouth. If you had all of your teeth, including your wisdom teeth, you would have 32 teeth. Now, that's not the norm. Most people have had their wisdom teeth taken out. A lot of people have had bicuspids removed for orthodontics and then teeth moved back into place. So a lot of people have 28 teeth and some people have 24, but every area of the mouth needs to be checked. Now, that can be checked a couple of different ways. In the energetic world, like I'm using in my office, that would be with EAV. You could also see a practitioner that uses applied kinesiology, also called muscle testing, to see if the body goes weak when you're checking that particular area. Now, that technology, the muscle testing, doesn't require any equipment. It just requires a practitioner that is proficient. This was originally designed by Dr. Goodhart, who came up with the idea that when an area is uh, stressed, that the muscles are able to give you some information and they actually go weak. When we're looking at the teeth and we want to be able to talk to a dentist and a physician and have them all talking about the same teeth, dentistry has devised addresses for the teeth. 
That's what I call it. You have two streets. You have a top street and you have a bottom street. On the top street, you have 16 teeth. On the bottom street, you have 16 teeth. So on the top, tooth number one actually lives on the top right-hand side. That would be your wisdom tooth. And then we start counting Tooth number eight would be your front tooth on the top right-hand side. And then by the time we get to tooth number 16, that is your wisdom tooth on the top left-hand side. Then we drop down to the bottom teeth, and the lower wisdom tooth on the lower left-hand side is the tooth that lives at the site of number 17. We work our way around until we come to the last tooth on the, top, on the bottom right-hand side, and that's our last tooth. With it, which is tooth number 32. Now, it's important to know the numbers because when you're calling a dental office and you're trying to get information about a particular tooth that you have, it's very helpful for them to know where that tooth is instead of just saying, I have pain on the top right-hand side. If you can distinguish for them that that's tooth number three versus tooth number six or tooth number eight, that becomes really helpful for them. If you need help in doing that, If you go to my website, again, there is a chart. It's a dental chart. That is the dental meridian chart. What I did when I was working on my thesis is I collected, oh, my goodness, about 20 different charts, charts that were from chiropractors that were connecting teeth together, charts that were from MDs, charts that were from dentists, charts that were from massage therapists. So we're actually looking at muscle groups that are on that meridian. We're looking at organs that are on that meridian. Um, We're looking at dermatomes and the areas in the spine that are connected to each one of those teeth. It makes it much easier if you put it in color. When I was first trying to learn this, and I was sitting in an acupuncturist's office who was very savvy about the tooth-body connection. He was trying to explain to me that tooth number three is on the top, and it's connected to the thyroid in the breast, and that the bottom tooth was a bicuspid, so it made a crisscross on the face. I could not make that visual connection until I actually put everything in color. So when you look at my chart, which is the only chart I know of that shows the meridians in color, I arbitrarily selected some colors. So when you're looking at my chart on the website, you'll see that all the front teeth are yellow. Why are they yellow? Because earlier I told you they're all connected to the kidney and the bladder, and I figured that was the color of urine. It was the appropriate color for those front teeth. Then I just picked some other colors. I went with purple for the um, liver, and then I went with blue for the, uh, the lung and large intestine. And so you can follow that along on the charts. And when you look at that, you'll see that there's a crisscross, that the molars on top don't relate to the molars on the bottom. They slip over to the side, and they're connected with the bicuspids. It makes it really easy for those of you that are visual learners to grasp that concept. I'm going to actually give you incredible detail about each of the different teeth and what they're connected to in our next segment. So if you want to go online and look at all of this, you can go to my website, drdawn.net, which makes it real easy, and then you can follow along with us. We'll be back shortly.
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Transformational healing includes energy medicine as well as hands-on healing. Tune in every week to Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow. If you want to know more about the business and science of energy fields, chakras, and the medical and spiritual community, join our expert guests as we work together to bring you closer to your personal health vision. Transformational Healing is heard live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing, and we are discussing the meridians, and we were talking about how the meridians and the organs and the teeth can be checked. And there's two different ways. One is using EAV, which is also called MSA. There's a bunch of different names for it. But um, EAV is electroacupuncture according to Vol, and the MSA is meridian stress assessment. For me, I personally choose those because not only do you end up with, a, a, it's a computer that's used, and so you take a lot of the practitioner out of the equation, you end up with a number. So you don't end up with just a strong or a weak like you do in muscle testing. And I'm not knocking muscle testing. There are people that are very proficient in it. All of this depends on the skill of the practitioner, whether they're using EAV or whether they're using muscle testing. But in muscle testing, you just get a strong or a weak. In uh, using the computer for the EAV, you might get a number that's really low, and you might get the signature drop. And so when you're, you're doing EAV, you will hear this, which signals that you were getting electricity in the body through the bar that you're holding, and you complete the circuit by touching an acupuncture point. The person is touching their tooth to put the tooth in the link none of this is painful whatsoever but you do get a reading from this sending the electricity through and we're talking about five volts we're talking about a a battery and we're not talking about something that plugs into a wall and and is going to electrocute you it's not possible but when you hear that signature drop you know that there is 
a, a problem in that area. I'm putting electrons into the body, and basically the body is in such need of electrons that it steals them. And so I end up with this wine as they're being stolen from me. So this energy that's going in, the body is in such need that it says, oh, free electrons, and it starts snagging them, and I end up with that wine, which is a, in EAV, a signature letting us know that that tooth is an incredible burden to the body or the organ related to that tooth is an incredible burden to the body. And then you go in and try to figure out which one. This is where you want to get your pen and paper out or you want to go to uh, the my website so that you can follow along with me because I actually have detailed information about each of the teeth. If you need information about finding a dentist that understands this connection, please go to the Academy's website, www.iabdm.org. That stands for International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. Those practitioners understand what I am talking about when I say there's a tooth-body connection. And if they can't do the testing in their office, which is not uncommon that they wouldn't, they would be linked with different doctors that know how to go in and do the testing so that the dentist can get the information they need. You certainly wouldn't want to have a crown put on a tooth that was about to abscess or uh, as I've heard in the office that I'm connected with, you wouldn't want to put a mausoleum on a cesspool. You would certainly want to get that area cleaned up. That means that you wouldn't want to put a crown on an infected tooth like a, a root canal that has reabscessed, and you're not even aware of it because the nerve has been taken out. So in doing this kind of testing, you're able to go through and see that. And you know, the beauty of doing energetic testing is sometimes it doesn't even show up on an x-ray. I can't tell you how many times I have suggested that a tooth is an extreme burden. It doesn't show up on the x-ray. I don't see anything. The dentist that's doing the surgery didn't see anything, but when the tooth was taken out, there was a a ridiculous cyst or an abscess at the tip of the tooth. And we all just scratch our head and go, wow, isn't EAV amazing? Okay, so those teeth that I promised you about, all your wisdom teeth, that would be tooth number 1, 16, 17, and 32. Remember I talked about that circle that we're making or those streets that we're talking about. So it's the first house and the last house on both those streets. They are connected to the heart and small intestine. So if someone came in and they had an irregular heartbeat and they weren't able to take care of it with um, prescription medication, we would call that uh, an arrhythmia of unknown etiology. You might consider that where those wisdom teeth are, there's a cavitation. Where the tooth was taken out, maybe it didn't fill in with healthy bone. Or if they're having some digestion issues, you might consider that site. As we move forward from there, this is where that crisscross occurs. So we have tooth number 2 and 3 and 14 and 15 on the other side, down on the lower left, 20, 21, and on the lower right, 28 and 29. These teeth are related to the stomach and the breast. On the right side, they're connected to the pancreas, and on the left side, they're connected to the spleen. Now, these are a big concern when we're looking at breast cancer. Um, that breast also bleeds over to the next tooth, which is a, a bicuspid on top. That is shown on my chart because that's one area that's a little confusing. Remember I told you that when I was doing my thesis work, I found an awful lot of men that had elevated PSAs that had problems on their front teeth? Well, years later, Dr. 
uh, Thomas Rao was doing research in Switzerland, and he found out that 98% of the women in his clinic that had breast cancer had a root canal on the tooth related to the breast on the same side that they had cancer. So this is amazing information, and yet it's still not taught in the conventional world. Okay, we're going to move forward another tooth. So we're going on the top right to tooth number 4 and 5, on the top left to 12 and 13. We're down on the bottom left to 18 and 19. Those are molars. And then on the lower right to the molars 30 and 31. They are traditionally considered connected to the lung and large intestine. But down on the bottom teeth, I I told you earlier that they are also connected to the arteries and veins. So your arteries take blood away from your heart and the veins take it back to your heart. And they are also related to blood pressure issues. So you might want to look at those teeth to see if you have a a problem and um, get that addressed. Move forward again. And you're going to hit tooth number six. On the top left, it's tooth number 11. On the lower left, it's tooth number 22. And then tooth number 27 on the lower right-hand side. Ooh, I only called off four numbers. That's unusual. This area is similar to where the wisdom teeth were, where there are only four teeth on this particular energetic pathway. They are connected to the eye. That's why they're called your eye teeth. They're also connected to your liver and your gallbladder. So when we're looking at this particular tooth, we might find a vision disturbance or we might find that the person has elevated liver enzymes or in the case I told you earlier where someone had hepatitis C and that tooth was addressed and oddly enough, they went into remission. Okay, we're going to move forward even further and these are your front teeth on the top and on the bottom, your four front teeth, the big ones in the center and the laterals, which are the smaller teeth right on either side. Those teeth are connected to your kidney, your bladder, your prostate, and your uterus. It's also connected to your anal canal. So if you had an anal fistula, then you would want to look at those teeth. If you had prostate problems or you had uterine problems, anything from um, uterine cancer to having polyps, you would want to look at those particular areas. You have to think of these meridians as a circuit. That's the best description that I can give you. If you think of a circuit in your home, and I woke up one morning and my electricity was on, I know because I just flipped on the light switch in the kitchen, but now I'm trying to get the dishwasher to work and it won't turn on. And then I try to work the garbage disposal and it won't turn on, but my oven works and my stove works. Well, I don't understand a lot about electricity, but I'm going to have my husband go out to the breaker box. And I'm assuming that he's going to find a breaker has tripped and he'll be able to flip it back and everything will work. In this case, he says it does, it didn't trip. So now I have to get an electrician to come out. When the electrician comes out, he goes through with an ohm meter and checks all of the outlets that are on that particular circuit. That is what I'm doing when I use the EAV. That's what people are doing when they use muscle testing, trying to go through that particular circuit. But in your body, it's called a meridian. Remember, it's not following an artery or vein. It's not following a nerve. It's following the energetic pathway, that meridian. So you go through and you find out where the disconnect is. In my house, if a mouse got in the wall and ate part of the wiring and it's disconnected, that's 
where the disconnect is going to be. So the ohm meter might show that electricity is getting to the first portion of it, but once the break occurs, nothing is electrified after that. So therefore, I'm not getting my dishwasher or my garbage disposal to work. If the electrician reconnects that wiring, everything works just fine. So we get back to a tooth. If a tooth is a problem and it needs to come out, then the tooth would have to come out and all the dead bone around it in order to get the body to reconnect as God designed you. Can't just take out the tooth and leave the dead bone in there. So a lot of times I'll tell a patient, I know your regular dentist can take out a tooth, but I am asking them to strip out the periodontal ligament and to remove all the dead bone. Now, I just used a really big word, periodontal ligament. Perio means around the odonton is a tooth. So when we look at the periodontal ligament, a ligament is anything that connects bone to bone. So if you look at the tooth as a bony structure and you're connecting it to your jawbone, that becomes the periodontal ligament. So we don't want to take out a tooth and leave that ligament in there because then the body can't energetically reconnect. Getting back to our door, you're standing on one side, I'm standing on the other, and we're sanding the door away. If we don't remove all of the door, I can't connect my extension cord to your Christmas lights. So that becomes critical. And that's where we train biological dentists in how to remove a tooth a little differently than they learned in dental school. In dental school, it was take out the tooth, do the least amount of trauma possible, and you know, the patient will heal. In biological dentistry, we're really trying to go a little further than that. So when we look at things that can be blockages in the body, that things that can disconnect uh, dentally, it could be a root canal, it could be an extraction, it could be a crown. Remember I talked about that gold crown, could be a, a metal crown that has high nickel in it that disconnects it. It could be an impaction, it could be a metal filling. We will return after this short break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Join Patricia Raskin, the host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday, 11 Pacific. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call to Positive Living, Mondays at 11 Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. 
The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing, and we wanted to save this last segment for some questions that were coming in through Skype. So one of the questions that came in was, I I used a term called galvanism and talked about a galvanic reaction. So let me explain what that is. That's a great question. It's when there are two dissimilar metals in a a mouth. It, It could be any place, but in this case, we're talking about a galvanic reaction in a mouth. So let's talk about a silver filling called an amalgam, a mercury silver filling, next to a gold crown. Either the gold crown is on top or it's beside it. The saliva that's in your mouth is an electrolyte solution. So when you have two dissimilar metals in an electrolyte solution, you are going to have a galvanic reaction. Basically, you're going to have a battery. So when you're looking at the the brain, the brain operates on about six to nine nanoamps. And these fillings and crowns and braces, because that's the metal, high nickel, can create a current that goes over 100 microamps. So when you're talking about something that's so super close to the brain, you can see why somebody might have uh, an electrical current that causes some neurological problems. So when a biological dentist is looking at taking care of a mouth, they often will go in and measure all the metal restorations, whether it's a crown or whether it's a filling, so that they can um, find out if there's too high of a current reading because they will want to take things out in a sequential order, taking the highest negative charge first. So our second question. Yeah, uh, Dr. Ewing, it came in from a gentleman named Bob in Oklahoma, and he couldn't stay on the line, but and I know the answer to this, but I want you to explain. He was confused when you were talking about uh, MSA or EAV, just what's getting poked where. And, and I was talking to him, and I, the patient actually holds a copper bar, correct? Correct. That's slightly damp in the one hand. And then you have a probe that um, doesn't have a sharp tip on the other end. No, it's actually a round, flat copper tip. So copper is used because it's a very conductive metal. And the patient, when they're holding this round bar in their hand, um, actually touches each one of the teeth. And then I touch the acupuncture point that is related to that tooth on that side. And we're able to complete the circuit and get the electricity to go through the tooth. You know, um, Bob, so if you're, if you're wet and you get out of a hot tub, 
and then you go over and you are trying to change the temperature and maybe you get electrocuted. If somebody comes over and tries to help you and they touch you while you're still touching the thermostat, they're going to get electrocuted too. So you're sending electricity through uh, the person and then through the second person. That's what we're doing here is sending this very small. It's not enough. The patient doesn't feel it. They don't get shocked. It's not like doing pulp testing where they turn it up and then they go, Ooh, oh, yeah, I feel that. No, it's, that's not the experience at all. One of his questions as well was he understands acupuncture because he's been to acupuncturists before, but he was having trouble with this electricity um, entering the body and being read through the computer. So your training, years and years of training, you are using the same acupuncture points that an acupuncturist would work use with the needles? Oh, that's a really, really good question. No, an EAV, and we do call them acupuncture points, but they are not the same acupuncture points. They're not called the same things. If, if you talk to it, like if I'm training someone to use EAV and they're already an acupuncturist, they freak out when I start talking about certain points on the feet because Vol came up with points that are related to tooth problems. Um, and so his points are slightly different. We, we do use the same meridians, but they're just different. So that is a good question. Um, Nancy uh, in College Station, Texas called as well and she wanted to know and I think what I was getting from her is your teeth are rock hard thank goodness because of all the stuff that we bite into they are in fact the living organs are they not? They are these, these teeth are a living organ they have their own nerve supply their own blood supply their own lymphatics they're unlike anything else in the body and so when we talk about them, um, like when I hear someone say, oh, well, the tooth has been root canaled, we can revive it. Or the tooth is dead and we can bring it back to life. That, that's just not true. It, it's not true. When you're talking about a tooth that's dead and it's infected, when you take an antibiotic because the tooth has been root canaled, there is no nerve and blood supply on the inside of the tooth. So at best... The antibiotic that's now circulating throughout the blood can only get to the tip of the tooth. It can't get inside the tooth because you've taken the pathway to be able to carry it to the inside of the tooth away. Okay, Doc, hit the brakes. You talked about lymphatics. has to do with the lymph system. What does the lymph system do? Okay, your lymphatics are different than uh, your arteries and veins. Their job is to go through and scavenge things. Your lymphatics don't have a pump. So uh, unlike your heart, uh, you know, pumps your blood through your arteries and veins, the lymphatics require enough water in the system to be able to keep them thin enough. It's not uncommon for someone to have congested or congealed lymphatics. Um, I explain to patients that your lymphatics are supposed to be thin like maple syrup being poured over a warm stack of pancakes and it just slides down the side. Instead, people drink coffee, they don't drink enough uh, water, and those lymphatics get congested or congealed. And it's kind of like a jar of honey that's been sitting on the shelf for four or five years. And so because it's thick and it's sugary, it can't function correctly. So we, when we find congested lymphatics in something like a thermography, we might suggest the person go without a bra, do lymphatic massage, which is around the breast area and under their armpits, and do rebounding or dry brushing to help those lymphatics. And that will help teeth as well. Now, is it safe to say 
that not all teeth that you test are a burden to the body. Well, certainly. I mean, so let me rephrase that. Uncle Bob is 85 years old. He's been smoking for 70 years and he dies at age 86 and he ends up dying of lung cancer. But he had smoked for 70 years. And so people would say, well, Uncle Bob was going to die anyway because, uh, you know, he was 86 years old. So it's quite possible that even though you have a diseased tooth or even though that you know that there's a disease process going on, not every teeth is necessarily going to be a burden. No, you have an immune system and everybody's genetics plays in. So, you know, I'm very careful to tell people I would stop short of telling people to have all of their root canal teeth removed, just making a blanket statement. I always want to go in and do testing. If I test the tooth and I don't see that it's a burden, then I'll tell them, hey, you know what, this tooth is, here's what the reading is. It's not a huge burden right now. I do understand what could happen as time goes by, but we've got a baseline reading that we might be able to use later. If you start having problems, I can retest it, and then we can evaluate whether that tooth is an issue or not. But Every root canal tooth is a small burden to the body. Your, your body is having to compensate for this area that electricity can't go through. You know, it's, it's the same in an implant. When you place an implant, and I'm not against implants, but a titanium implant can short out a meridian, just fry it. Whereas you have a porcelain implant, and electricity won't go through porcelain. So now, yes, I have a tooth in its place, but I have given up some good health because I can't allow electricity to go through there because there's a porcelain implant place there. So we've discussed a lot of things today. And I want to make sure that you're perfectly clear about everything that's going on. Your, your body was designed to be able to communicate. And when you have this disconnect, then your immune system is altered. There are a lot of things that can affect it, like a galvanic reaction. You know now that there are places that you can go, that you can get measurements taken, so that you can find out if you have a dental burden. You can go to my website, and you can download the book, Let the Tooth Be Known. You can certainly email me. I'm always open for feedback. And if you're looking for a biological dentist, please go to our website, www.iabdm.org. If you're a dentist and you're listening to this program, I would love for you to come to our Nashville event, which is in October the 8th through the 11th. We'll actually have one full day of teaching biological dentistry, not only to dentists, but to dental hygienists. And if you need more information on that, you can email me as well. Our website is filled with all kinds of information about the speakers that will be there. Next week, we're going to be talking about fluoride. Is it friend or foe? I've invited Dr. Joan Sefcik to be a guest on our show. And she's uh, the right now the current president of the IABDM. And I'm excited for her to share the information. I think you're going to be blown away and you're probably going to throw out any toothpaste that has fluoride in it or any mouthwash that has fluoride in it. So be sure and stay tuned next week. I really appreciate our listeners and I'm open to feedback of any kind. If you contact us uh, by calling in, we'll send you a book. This week's word of the week is Meridian. Thanks for listening.
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Thank you again for tuning in to the Tooth Body Connection. Please join your host, Dr. Don Ewing, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again about a healthy mouth and a healthy body next week.